Trading Out episode 258. For platforms, I only have 10K and 100K, only two accounts, but I'm not active there. I said to myself, if you are a trader, a real trader, why not you try platforms and get the certification? Right, okay. So you just wanted it for the certificate. You didn't care about the withdrawals. You just yes. wanted the certificate. That's yes. brilliant. I don't have money in my early days. So I just practice what I've learned because Bruce Lee once said, he doesn't affect men with 100, uh, with 1,000 kids. He affect one man that practice one kid a uh, thousand times. Five to 700 USD, I did it in like three or four days. What? Look, this is a crazy growth and return. I mean, talk us through how, how you do that. So what what did you do with the $100? Where did you grow that to? I've reached 20K USD and then I separate it. I don't count the profits anymore, you know. For other countries, when there is US session news, other traders would stay out of the chart. But Malaysia, okay, this is the time to make some money, right? If you were to say, here are three steps that I recommend anyone listening take to get to the point where you are, what would they be? And can you try and be as detailed as possible with each of those steps? Okay, first, I would say... What's up, traders? Welcome to this last installment for 2023. Uh, we've got Joey in the house. Now, Joey is a Malaysian SNR style trader. Uh, we're really lucky to get him on, actually. He talks about it in the show how the mentors that are out there that do know how to trade are kind of hard to find. You really got to search for them. So, we've been lucky enough to get Joey on the show now. He came highly recommended, actually, from a couple of sources which are kind of underground but are well trusted. So, uh, guys, Bear, in, bear that in mind with the show. So Joey isn't like one of these flashy Instagram, um, well-spoken educators. He's Malaysian. His second language is English. So you're going to have to listen closely. But uh, there's a lot of gold in here. So please do take note. Now, um, what's really interesting is that these Malaysian traders don't tend to go down the prop firm route, they're more down the personal account route. You're gonna find out how he manages to flip personal accounts. And this is what they kind of do in Malaysia. Really weird. Um, but we do have a video that we dropped last week where he breaks down his full-on entire strategy so you can kind of see exactly what he's doing to get these trades that do manage to grow these accounts or flip these accounts massively. Now, this is the last show of the year. I hope you guys had a great Christmas uh, with your friends and family. Thank you so much for supporting the channel across the course of 2023. Yeah, other guys I want to thank are my sponsors. So Blue Guardian, Black Bull and Apex who have just come on. Guys, if you do want to support the channel as well, please go and show your support with the sponsors. Pay them a visit. Remember, you can get that 10% coupon off Blue Guardian. You can get that uh, giveaway. 10 uh, merch packs being given away at the end of the year by Black Bull. So go and check that out. And also, uh, they have got a 100% deposit bonus for your first deposit up to a grand. And also, Apex are giving a coupon off as well. Now you know that all those links are in the description here. Now before we finish up for the year we've uh, got the mystery trader still placing trades probably throughout the Christmas break as well on that Telegram channel. Go and check it out. Swing trades and now he's bringing back the day trades as well. Looking to get him in on 20, in 2024 on the show so you can actually meet this guy. Uh, other things going on here. Two more things. We've got an amazing opportunity for you that I'm going to launch at the start of the year. It's something I've been working on uh, with some other guys you're going to find out all about that and who they are if you stay tuned and subscribed on trading up and last but not least if you're looking to do, uh, jump on board with what i do every week where i get a group of people and we build out a trading algo from start to finish you want to be involved in that in a much easier way than that 
has been made available now you can jump on board and get my robot lab live um, and buy essentially the bot that we're currently building so folks more on that this coming year right so that's it from me let's dive into the show with joey and uh, have a great new year's and we'll see you on the other side our sponsor blue guardian is the only prop firm that gives their traders a tool to protect them from hitting their max daily loss and over trading it's super simple to use just set the guardian protector each day from your dashboard did you also know that they've just released an unlimited time evaluation with a zero trading days requirement giving you plenty of time to hit their low 8 and 4% targets making it super fast to get funded plus it's cheaper than the 40 day time limit evaluation check out the link and coupon in the description to get 10% off your next Blue Guardian evaluation alright folks here we are on trading up we've got Joey in the house all the way over there in Kuala Lumpur Malaysia we're going to be doing a bit of a Malaysian SNR kind of show for you today. Uh, he's about to tell you his full trading journey and who he knows who's been on the show before. So stay tuned. It's all coming up. Right. Welcome to the show, Joey. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Look, um, we've got a few mutual friends here we found out uh, at the start of the show. So um, before we dive into that and tell people who they are, well, let's get your full story. Like, how did you get into trading and why have you gotten to a point now where you've got like thousands of traders reaching out to you saying, how on earth are you getting these entries? So how did it all start? Yeah, actually, it started like uh, three years ago, you know. It's all started with COVID-19. With uh, Malaysian government do the restriction, you know, MCO, movement control order. So people uh, cannot go to their office. A lot of people lost their jobs. And then a friend of mine, uh, Arifti, I think you know Arifti. Yeah, that's the uh, one he's been on here before, yep. Yes, uh, he is like, Joey, Fizo, why not we try uh, stocks, you know? We don't we don't go to the office, we just need money and knowledge, of course. So, uh, we try, you know, we try. We learn about candlesticks, right? And all of this just three years ago, right? And... Three years ago, I would say my very first year is too bad, you know. I had my very first big losses, you know. It's like 10,000 USD in stocks only. You know, it's, I think, uh, stocks during uh, MCO is not good in Malaysia because it's too bearish, you know. You can make money in stocks in Malaysia because stocks in Malaysia, you, you can only buy you cannot sell, uh. right? So RFT and I like, Joey, why not we try trade? Uh, go, you know, Zao USD. I think uh, it's more uh, more pips, like it's faster. Of course, it's a bit more risky. So we we give it a try, you know, we try to learn from books, right? We learn, we read books about trading, psychology, we learn about candlesticks, right? So, at, at one point, after one year of losses, we we are like, I think we need a mentor, <laughs> we need someone who more experienced than us to simplify to simplify our way, you know. So, uh, RFT choose his own mentor. I, I choose my own mentor, and uh, we focus like one year after first our first year of losses. Then the next second year is our focus on our. Our journey, you know, we practicing, like we we discuss how about this, how about that, you know, the timing, the multi time frame, all of that. And I say, uh, to be 
to be comfortable in trading, it would take about two years and a half, you know. And then uh, after three years, I think here I am, right? So it's a bit uh it's a very it's fast easy. journey it's a very fast journey to like yes. to getting I to think, this point which is a quite amazing yes i think uh i have a good support from rft you know from friends you know you need to have a good friends also you need you need to have a good mentor right so a good mentor will will show you the ways you know will show you what you need to know what you don't need to know what you need to uh, focus what you need to avoid things you know that's shortened my way so i think uh, I, would, I would like to uh gratitude to my mentor malik jai basically uh he's uh, silent now right uh, he focused on himself you don't know so uh i think sorry who, who, want... can we get that so who was the mentor so the mentor what was his name again uh malik jai Malik Jai, and he's and he's now not no longer trading. He's just focusing on his own stuff. Uh, no, I think uh, he's trading, but just focus on himself, right? Ah, okay, not mentoring. Okay, and so when on the mentor thing, so it's quite funny. So you and RFT went off in different directions to get different yes. mentors. Uh, how did you? Why did you land on this guy uh, versus some other mentor out there? Because. Uh, when I saw his Instagram, I see, wow, Tensi is very sharp, like very low risk, very high reward, you know. It's every movement, you know, he can hold like from weekly to weekly. I think at, at, at my early days, I think, well, it's impossible, right? But now I think, oh, it's just you need to focus on this, 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 and this, you know. So, yes, uh, I would and, like and, to and with it. Were there similarities between the style that uh, Arif learned and the style that you learned? Were there any similarities there? Uh, yes, how we control it, but how we approach it, it, it might be different because mine, I'm more to market structure. RFP, it's more to trend lines, you know. Trend lines, you can get the first first entry uh, for market structure. We need to wait for breakout, so it, it's safer. Also, it's secondary. Right. Okay. You're right. So he's getting in before you, but you might get the same move in the in the yes. same direction. And so, did you ever think like I want to learn how the trend lines work from a riff and hey, incorporate that? Okay. Uh, actually, I already learned all the seven types of trend line. You know, but what at the end of the day, it's what suits us best. Um, I think the best for me and I is comfortable with is market structuring. You know, with the confirmations, direction, setup, confirmation, all of things that, you know. Yeah. Okay. And so, so that journey from like you know, first year losing, losing, losing. Second year, get a mentor, start improving. How did that sort of go from like, you know, there's obviously that transition between losing and being consistently profitable. What was that journey like for you? I mean, did you can you talk us through some of the ups and downs you had along the way? You know. Okay. Uh, right after my mentorship with my mentor, right? You know, um, my very first week, right? I, I learned about one month. After one month, you know, I can grow from my uh, personal account from 5 USD to 700 USD. $5. $5. Five, 
$5, you know. $5,700. Yes, because uh, basically, uh, back then, like, I really, really, I, I really, really, you know, not good from money because I invest my money to the my mentor, you know. I think uh, the best thing to invest is invest in your knowledge, invest in yourself first. So I don't have money and I'm grateful that broker simulation, you can deposit as as low as one USD, right? But to trade gold, you need at least five to 10 USD. But, but it's one shot, you know? If right, you yeah, you lose it, you, you're out. Yes, you lose <laughs> yeah. it out. But I think it's 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 okay lah because uh five to seven hundred USD I did it in like three or four days. What? So look, talk us look. This is a crazy you know, growth and return. I mean, talk us through how that how you do that. I mean, what is how many trades? How does each trade look? What does that look like? Okay, uh, actually it's simple. Uh, two I two things. We buy at support, we sell at resistance. Also, focus on trend, right? When you when you are in trend, your risk is reduced, and your reward is of course a long way, mm. right? So, uh, how actually how I got uh, the growth? Actually, I uh, I hold the the position, right? Until the certain area that I think okay, it's okay here. It's the turning point here. So I okay, I I get out of the, the position. And so so okay, what did that first trade go from five dollars? What was the balance at the end of that first trade closing? Uh first first closing. I think uh from the five USD to seven hundred, my first closing profit is uh, I use lot zero point zero one. I think five USD, five which is uh, 50 pips. Okay, so you basically doubled the original deposit in the first trade, which is, yes. yeah. And so then, so did you lose any trades along the way? Uh, okay, in my early days, you know, in my early days, when I just just knew, just learned my, from my mentorship, right? Uh, for, for three days, uh, I don't have any lose, right? I just cut loss. Okay, okay. I think this is this is still in buy trend. This is still in bullish trend. So I think it's not wise for me to sell right now. So I just cut it earlier. You know, not hit my stop loss yet. So when I reach my seven hundred USD, I think okay, this is a lot of money for me. So I withdraw some, and the next day I start my losses. You know, oh, the losses start on the next day after you withdrew. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Folks, Black Bull Markets have 10 merch packs to give away to clients who sign up before the end of the year, including one of these trader keys. So to go in the draw, all you need to do is sign up with the link below this video or in the podcast description, and you'll go in the draw to win. It's that simple. And remember, folks, when you sign up to Black Bull Markets through the trading nut link below, you're going to get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. All you need to do is click the link in the description below the video or the podcast. You got sorry. You got to the seven hundred without losing any trades. Uh, I I'm not losing, but I cut it earlier. Oh, okay, right. So you weren't letting the trades run all the way. Like, I mean, give give us an example of like yes. that that last trade that. Sorry, you, okay, cut it earlier as in it was still a loss, but it didn't hit your full stop loss. Yes, uh, I think when, uh, formulation is now it's actually. 
you control at lower time frame. You know, the core principle of uh, SNR is lower time frame. Uh, higher time frame will be determined by lower time frame, right? So when the lower time frame keeps rejecting this one, I think okay, this one is not good. I am against the trend. I am against the trend. So okay, just cut it. Uh, let the winners run. Okay, okay, right. So I, I think, I think I got it. So you sort of possibly had a few losses in there, but they were smaller risk. Yes. Versus correct. the overall. Okay, right. Okay, so anyway, you got to that 700. So, so, and then you started losing on that account, which was, let's call it, say, 300 bucks. I mean, how did you sort of, what did you do from there? Uh, because 700 is too big. And I'm like, okay, this is my first time. So this is my first time. So I would uh, withdraw half and the, like, the other half, like 400 or 300, I, I don't remember. So then, uh, I start to trade, but somehow uh, I mislook at something that, uh, in trend, so I start to lose, right? You know? And, yeah, and you're losing like what you lost. How much did you lose of the 300? I, I like um, like half of the account. Like I, I left on the 50 USD and then, yeah, okay, I need to get back on try. I need to check back everything, you know? So be because uh, when you grow, from 5 USD to 700 USD, and then you withdraw some, it's like, uh, you're still small. It's it's very different to the funded account, right? So you need, you need to keep your emotion check, you need, you need to see your trend check, your, your uh, stop loss fix, you know? Not like, okay, uh, it's, it can go reverse, right? So, so your stop loss. So, so when you say stop loss fixed, so that the psychology aspect of this is, you've got to hold the trade without moving the stop loss at any point, and just accept the fact that if it gets hit, it gets hit, and yes. it runs to that big massive R target, whatever that is. Like, can you give us an example of like what one of those big R's was? How far did it go? Uh, big losses, you mean? No, big a big uh, return. What what was the biggest sort of like risk to reward? ratio that you had oh okay uh risk ratio i would say for me uh my first my asset right my stop loss i will fix it to 20 but if got news right in us asian news i would uh put it 30 right 30 is very max right and 30 for gold it's it's still logic because gold you know the movement right it's so volatile so you give uh market some space to do the reaction, right? So 30 pips, it's, uh, it's still logic. 20 pips is okay, but not in US session. So my reward, uh, I must TP at least 30 pips, right? Uh, for me, how I grow my account, usually I layer the position, you know? So once hit 30 pips, I would uh, take profit half of them, right? The tips, uh, half of them, I TP, I take my profit, and the rest, I just uh, set my BE, break even, right? So I don't have emotional uh, related to that uh, to that position, you know? Mm. So it's okay. I say, okay, let's wait for the next setup. So my emotion is checked. My trading plan is checked. It's, everything is good. And the next setup, so say you were like, you know, you're letting this thing run. 
I suppose you've locked in some profit. The rest is going to be break even. So really, it's another setup, isn't it? It's completely fresh, i.e. it's a fresh trade, even though you've got runners going. So it's not like you were layering with the fact that you could lose on the original position. You've already made money on that. So it's it's kind of like... um. I've never really thought it like thought of it like that for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, I suppose it's because if you lose the next set of positions, overall the other ones will probably hit break even, and you might lose those as well. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, let's move on from there. So you obviously had that early success. What happened after that? How did your your trading progress? Actually, after that. You know, uh, I think the five to seven hundred, it's like uh, knowledge plus beginner's luck. Yeah. So after the seven hundred, uh, I start to lose some. I start actually from the those losses, I learned my emotions. I learned to to not against the trends. You know, so my account is like fluctuating, right? Ups, ups, down, ups, down, ups, down, right? So uh, what I do like. Uh, I practice for one year, same technique, you know, but testing nights, days, just do the same thing, right? Because other of my friends, uh, they they have a they have a lot of money, so they 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 go through one to another mentors, you know. So these mentors will teach trendline, these mentors will teach engulfing, these mentors will teach market structure, right? So at the end of the day, yes, they learn all, but uh, it will complex their thinking, you know. For me, uh, I don't have money in my early days, so I just practice what I've learned. Because Bruce Lee once said, "He doesn't afraid men with hundred uh, with thousand kids. He afraid one man that practice one kid a uh, thousand times, mm. right? So yeah. I practice for one year, like back to back, uh, back testing. Also, I practice manually, you know." Uh, no effects replay that time, you know, back testing, front test, everything until I the confident come to myself. I think, okay, it's good to go. It's time to deposit uh, a big amount. For me, 100 USD is still a big amount for me. <laughs> that time, in my early days, yeah. you know? Yeah. So from 100 USD, I can go uh, a bit far, right? Because uh, in Malaysian SNR, it is known as uh, you can grow from small account to big accounts, right? Right. So I think it's doable, but it takes time. So what what did you do with the $100? What what was that? Where did you grow that to? Uh, I think I think it's fluctuate, but I've reached uh, 20, 20 KUSD. And then I separate it. I don't, I don't, I don't count the, the profits anymore, you know, because yeah. I've learned that uh, it's not about money management. It's, it's about money management, but you also you need to learn account management. You know, this account is for buy, this account is for sell, this account uh, it's for you to grow, you know, you can, you can use more margins, right? So I think uh, I managed my account well after yeah. that. So you, so after that, so you got, got the 100 to 20K, which is pretty pretty amazing. 
and then you've split it up, right? So, um, and you now don't really know where you're at. So, did, did you at any point think about like, you know, jumping into a prop firm? Because I, th- I think you know, between those years, it was really sort of FTMO and like you know, uh, these guys here, Blue Guardian, everyone was sort of like really starting to lift their game, and lots more were coming out on the market. I mean, what, what, what about that? Did you think about it? Does your style even work with them? Yes, uh, actually, I started. I started to try uh prop firms this year this earlier but in, i think in january the my student uh i think peter peter introduced me why not you try a uh, prop firms the prop firms is not uh well known in malaysia you know because malaysia those these broker you know they promote you can grow account you, you can have uh, withdrawals like it's personal and life account it's more mm. it's not more to prop fund funded right so I keep it trying. You know, one good thing about prop firm is it will teach ourselves about more discipline because you are handling a lot of money, right? So you need to the the decision is quite tight for me, right? Because it's totally different prop funding and uh personal account because personal account yes you have the the flexibility but you bear the your own risk, right? But prop firm, you need to, what we call restrict. You, you need to very careful your 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 game. Your what we call uh scale up game. It's different. So I think uh, one of my turning point to be a good trader is uh to jump in into the prop firms, right? So I be a, a better discipline myself. How did you get on with your first prop firm challenge? Okay, uh, for prop firms, like, it's not like my very first account I got the uh, funded, no. Actually, it's, I think, the fifth or the fourth. Fifth or the fourth try, I get, I get funded. You know, it's, it's I think it's totally different, uh, prop firm and the left account. It's totally different game. And, so, and what, was the, uh, what was the sort of main issue there? Was it like? Just over risking, or it's because because uh life account it's it's your money so uh, okay I need to careful right but pro, for prop firms you know for I think last time I use MFF like uh fifty USD I think fifty USD for five k so you know okay this is just fifty USD right just just uh just hit the button so it's not good actually so uh I discipline myself okay okay let's let's give it a try right for problems so i think after four to five accounts only then i get funded and right. and and, uh, and uh, i mean have you sort of like you know decided i'm going to go after prop firms prop firm funding and get multiple accounts and you know th- hundreds of thousands in, in funding okay uh i for prop firms i only have uh 10k and 100k only two accounts but uh i I'm not active there, right? I think it's just my accomplishment, right? Yeah. Because I say to myself, if you are a trader, a real trader, why don't you try for firms and get yourself your uh, the certification, right? So I think okay, I'm a trader now, like that. Right, okay. So you just wanted it for the certificate versus that the money, you didn't care about the withdrawals or getting it. You just yes. wanted the certificate. That's that's yes. brilliant. Um. Okay, so... 
So let, let's let's um, talk about risk on your personal account. I mean, what kind of risk would you be looking to place on any one particular position? Okay, um, I would say ten percent. Ten percent, right? Okay. 10%, right. Yeah, yeah. Ten percent, but it's like I said. Uh, I do money management, but my account management is more uh, well planned. You know, so I have let's say let's say I have five hundred USD. I will divide it into five account of one hundred USD. You know. So when I try, I try. So 100 USD, I like, uh, I, I have actually three setups, three or four setups live, right? So between these four setups, usually uh, three or four I win. At least three, two, three, four, at least I win. So from those wins, my accounts can grow, right? So uh, I, w- I, would try, I would like to pinpoint that Money management is good, it's important. Account management is also important. Yeah, it's funny that because I I mean, I, I learned about account management probably a few years ago, funnily enough, when I was in Malaysia. And I, I you'd never hear about it really ever. Uh, anyone I interview ever talks about it. They all sort of talk about like either the, I mean, the, obviously the prop firms is kind of a different thing, but just talk about like I've got a trading account or one one trading account. Maybe they have two or maybe they've split them up, but don't really see it as a strategy. I mean, if you're going to sort of give, I mean, that's like one strategy there, 500 divided into five and you've got five different accounts. You mentioned buy and sell accounts. What other kind of strategies do you include in the account management? Okay. Uh, I would say that, okay, like this. Yes. Okay. For one account, I would risk uh, like ten percent. For example, I have hundred USD. So the maximum lot that I allow myself to use is like zero point one lot, ten cents lot. So so from ten cents lot, right? Whatever the profit is, uh, I just left. Let us say I go to two hundred, right? From one hundred account to two hundred account, and then. Uh, I withdraw the rest, but I will let the balance two hundred. So yes, uh, your profit is small, but your your account is getting bigger, right? So that's the game. It's not too risky and it's not too low risk, mm. right? It's it's in the middle for me. So, so, uh, so along so the time, one. yep, yeah, along the time, yes. Uh, in the beginning, your profits will be small. You can withdraw small like uh, 100 USD per, uh, twice a week, right? So along the time, when your capital is bigger, your lot size also increase, your profit also will increase, right? So it's not it's not that uh, high risk, it's well-managed, right? It's, it's Sorry, I missed that last bit. It's, it's not high risk, it's well-managed, yeah? Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so that's so you got one one approach there is like having a ten percent risk account that you you know would you trade that account with? Would you place the same trade on that account that you'd place on another type of account, or has that got its own spe- special trade? Like I'm just going to place, I'm you know I'm going to enter here, I'm going to use the ten percent account only. I'm not going to put any other trades on any of the other accounts, and just have that trade on that one ten percent account. And then move to another account at a different time. Is that how you do it? 
Yes, uh, actually, uh, for me, uh, it's it's important for you to uh, comfortable with the lot size, you know. So, uh, I might use the same lot size for like a week, you know. If if my win rate is good, you know, less like one to two SL only a week, I won't increase my lot size, right? So when 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 I think. Uh, my win rate is good. Only then I increase my lot size, right? So when I lose the account, I ha I have this account. So it's it's okay. It's well planned, right? So how many? It's just on that. So I don't know if you answered my question there, but we'll dive back into it again in a second. So like, how many accounts have you actually lost in, like, say, your life as a trader, given this approach? Oh, you know, uh. Account, live account. They're live accounts that you've lost, even if they're $100 or $10 or whatever. Uh, I think I lost count already too much because I started with, you know, 5 USD. It's it's like, it's do or die, right? Mm. So 5, five USD is okay. It's it's okay for me to lose that account, right? It's just, uh, just a little money for me to trade, you know? So I would say I have blown my accounts too many times, right? But from those accounts, I learned my 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 account management. I learned from my uh, money management well. So okay, well, I've got I, a different question then. So, so, so if that, I mean, because you have you know you've blown a lot of accounts. But what about have you since you've been consistently profitable? How many accounts have you blown? Okay, I think uh, this year, I think uh, blow account not yet. It just personal personal account not yet seriously. It just uh when I have losses, I just cool down a bit, find a very good setup because I believe in trading. One good setup, one good trade can replace uh others SL SL trades, you know. Mm. Okay, so, and so like a good trade that for you, so you're taking partials at like let's say one point five R, right? And you're letting something run, or the rest of it run. So you're taking fifty percent. You're letting the rest run. You're scaling in. So if you get one big run on gold, you might be like talking, you know, instead of your one point five R, you might be getting a ten R trade on half the position, which makes the overall R like five point five R or something like that. Is it as big as that, or is it even bigger? Okay, formulation as now. I don't know if you know about this, but TFT have banned Malaysia from using their props, you know, because Malaysian SNR is like hedging, you know. We buy, we buy a support, and then we reach to uh, resistance, we sell. That's how we, we grow our accounts, right? But of course, you need to stick your BE or SL, those things, you must TP at the pips for grow your accounts. So does that mean that, that when you get a runner, it is going to be like a humongous winner versus your if you got a full loss? Yes, uh, it's like I think the runners is like insurance. You know, if if I lost, I still have uh, profitable beans running. Uh, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So you might even short against the runners. Yes. Just to get if you got a runner long, you might short against the runner, and then still take a take some money off the table. That's essentially hedging that runner position. Got yes. it. Okay, right. So you're trying to trade every swing of the market. Yes. 
and how many trades let's put it into perspective for everyone so i'm trying to paint the picture for everyone here uh if you how many trades a week would you take uh big i think it's too big i think for a day uh two to three setups a day you know especially in us session your session yeah. actually can give me uh, at least two setups because now the just on goal just on goal yes. yeah yes that's that's pretty cool. So I mean, there's a lot of trading just on one market. Given the fact you know, I've had other traders on the show here who you know might not take any trades in a week, and they've trade multiple markets, uh, or they have like you know one or two trades a week and trade multiple markets. So trading three or four setups in a day, or two to three setups in a day, is pretty phenomenal. From uh, like I suppose just you know I suppose a trading point of view. Um, okay. Interesting, interesting stuff. So what about your win rate? If you had to explain your win rate to us, how do, how would you sort of classify okay. it? My win rates, uh, I would say 70 to 80. Okay, so you win, a, 80. you win a lot. Okay, now I want to dive back into this account management thing and see if we can get an answer to this question around, so you've got one account that you're going to place a 10% risk trade on, then how many other accounts have you got? Uh, I would say I would just uh, prepare another four, right? Because another four, okay. Yes. And with those other four, so you got your 10% account, what's the next account that you'd have or another account that you'd have? Uh like this, okay. So imagine we are we have five accounts. So the active in accounts will be two only, and the three I will uh I will use if these two uh blown. Right. Right. So this one is for like say, I want to take every trades like the uh, with this account, right? And I want to take uh like uh my favorite setups with this account. So it's different, you know. Okay. So, so the, not, the growth rate yeah. is different. Okay. So, so okay, right. So you've got sort of a higher risk and a lower risk account. And then you've got, are they separated into buy and sell? Yes. Because uh, for Malaysian, is it now? I think uh, for other countries, you know, when there is uh, FOMC, CCI, uh, PPI, CPI, those US session news, right? Uh, other other traders would stay out of the chart. But Malaysia, okay, this is the time to make some money, right? Like like uh, yesterday, yesterday night in Malaysia in US session, mm. so I got this buy for gold, and it flew hundred pips, you know, and I keep yeah. all, and it flew another hundred pips, you know. So I think for Malaysia, is now we like to trade news, right? Also, Malaysian is blessed with the time, you know. Mm. Uh, if if you are working the nine to five, right? It's it's okay because morning is our Asia session, right? Evening is a uh, London session, and night is US session. Even if you are working nine to five jobs at night, you can still trade, right? Yeah. So uh, last last night trade was good. I think I made hundred pips. Yeah, I got the same. I got the same trade. Funnily enough, um, it, so I want it. So, but back onto these accounts, this account structure here. Uh, so okay, so you've got 
So what I'm trying to assume at this moment is, or what I'm thinking is, you haven't blown an account this year, right? So yes. the two accounts you started off with out of the five, you've got three other accounts that haven't been touched for yes. this whole year. Right. Okay, cool. That's that's um really interesting way of doing it. And I hopefully the, the guys listening have taken a, a different approach away on what they might do. So can I ask what the risk percentage percent is on the the other account, not the 10% one? What percent risk per trade would you take? Uh I would say because it's it's been my my trading style, my trading plan, right? I would okay. bet because I started with uh, low capital. I, I think 100 is still low capital, right? It's not like prop firms, yeah. like 100K USD, right? So at least when we need to grow, we need more more risk to get more rewards, right? So 10% is not too high, not too low for me. Yeah, and I think if you if we think about it right as a collective set of accounts, really 10% on the five accounts is actually probably only 2%, right? Because if you look at the five accounts as a whole, 10% on one account is really only 2% of the whole bucket of accounts that you've got. So it kind of actually reduces that 10%. It doesn't sound as bad at that point. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Um, can you walk us through your typical trading day? Okay. Trading day. Okay. I would say uh, in the morning, uh, I would just open the chart, mark, mark the setup, you know, because I'm not, I'm not like okay, it's a session, a a session, and I would trade the session. No, I would trade when there is a setup, right? I don't care if it's Asia, it's London or UK, but uh, in US session, I would sit, I will focus, fully focus, I will be fully in front of my uh laptops. Wait for the for the setups, right? For the confirmations. So I would say I would active trade at night in Malaysia in US session because US session give more volatile, got uh, news, also more kids, you know. Okay, okay, cool. Right, so you sort of like set the alerts and then wait and go off and do. What would you do outside of that? The the trading day. What kind of stuff do you get up to? Uh, actually, for I think because I am full time trader, so uh, I think for London session, if 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 let's say tonight I have something to do, right? I have occasion, I have events out, uh, out with my friends, so I would just focus in London session, you no, know? because London session is basically our evening time. It's like two p.m. to five p.m. like. It's okay. It's one one good setup is so good already for that day, right? Oh yeah, and then you're say, done for that day. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I would say at least at least one to two setups every day, at least. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now, what about like, uh, if you sort of had to take what you've managed to achieve in such a short period of time, and impart it onto somebody else, like what would they need to do, or what kind of traits? Do you think you have or characteristics do you think you have that have allowed you to crack or make money from trading um pretty much out of the gates? Uh I would say I would say that first I'm not a marketer or promote something, but find a good, very good mentor, right? Or uh, a mentor they will show their 
their experience. We pay them not for uh the not for their only time. We pay them for their experiences. You know the the, the losses that they took. Everything they first you need to find a good mentor, right? It's not like scammers, you know, not like uh uh what mentor mentor for living. It's not do mentor for living, not a third for living, right? Because uh good mentors usually it's hidden, right? Like I find my mentors, it's it's very hard for me because the the profile picture, no picture, it's very fishy, you know. But I think good traders, it's hidden. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I, I I tend to agree with you, and like, it's. I mean, I'm here trying to find traders every week, and the the good guys are not like the the real real experts are not necessarily going wanting to come out and go. Oh, look, give me a public profile. Um, and I'm talking to people that sort of know it inside and out, and are doing ridiculous things. So yeah, right. So getting a mentor is is probably number one. What about like the fact that you managed to stick with this mentor and didn't strategy hop or do any of these sort of like you know other things or did you oh uh, actually in my early days uh, like i said uh, i believe that uh, the best investment is to myself right the knowledge itself so uh in my early days i use my own money i don't use my parents money right and i'm still students uh so i use my money to invest so i i cannot go Hope to uh, other strategies to other strategies because I don't have money. Like, okay, this is good, right? So I give it a shot. I I try to understand it every way. Try to question everything. You know. Besides having a good mentor, I would suggest you to read books, to read psychology. Right, psychology of trading is basically underrated. You know, or. Psychology for you to be good in psychology, it actually takes two to three years, right? It's not like overnight success. No, it's you need to gain your experiences. Only then you will you will be good in your psychology. Yeah, so it it it, it sounds like that year you had where you just sat at the charts and back tested was the year that broke the back of it for you to get that profitability. Um, I mean, if you would, if you would say, like, here's here are three steps that I recommend anyone listening take to get to the point where you are. What would they be, and can you try and be as detailed as possible with each of those steps? Okay, first, I would say you need to plan well your money, right? Because trading needs money, right? If you want to, you want, if you want to find a mentor, also needs money. So first, first thing first, don't use your savings money. Right, you need to live. You need to save up for your next trade for for you to live. Right, and the best for me, the best time to be a trader to learn about trades is is student time. You know, if you are still in university, I highly recommend you to learn trade. You know, because you have no commitments. Yeah, you 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 don't have partner right by legal. Right? You don't have commitments, right? You don't have jobs, right? So I, I think plan. plan so that, that's right. That's if time. that's if you're in uni, did you say? If you're in yes. university. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I thought you said USD there and I was like, what's that? Okay, so uni, because, yeah. You did say because my 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 time, me and Arif we started from university, right? When we 
uh, we started when we're in university, so less commitments, so we can focus more on these trades, you know, because trades actually it's put a lot of pressure, right? It's not good for for you if you cannot manage it well. So first thing first, I would say manage well, manage your time, manage your money, because time and money is your capital. Capital is not only your money, it's, all, it's also your time, right? So first plan. Second, I would say uh, be resilient, right? Because trading is the hardest way to make the easiest money, mm. right? I will repeat, the hardest way to make the easiest money. So it will be ups and downs, you know. Uh, if you're not lucky, you will you meet scammers, right? Investment scammers, something like that, right? So and number three is I would suggest you to start journaling, you know. Journal your... your Emotions before and after trades, while in trades, you know. Journal your trades, your winner's trades, your losing trades. All of that you need to journal, right? So you can look back, you can know, okay, I, I behave like this in such trades, right? In losing trades, I behave like this. So when you journal, you you know, okay, you, you, you will behave like this. So it's easier for you to counter that, right? So those are three things. Right, cool, cool. Now, what about um, if you had to, if you're t telling somebody to study a price chart, what would be three things on there that you would say, you know, go and study these. These are the things that are actually going to matter. Okay, uh, for price charts, I would say uh, first study trend, study every turn of a trend, study what the price do, and which time frame is it. First, the trend. Second, I would say multi time frame, because every time frame uh, contributes to the market movement. You know, so like I said, the core of SNR is uh, the higher time frame will be determined by the lower time frame. Also, got the combination of time frame. So price action is important, but we also need to switch time frames. Right. I think that's that's all. That's two only. Those are the two. That's the only two. And I do like that. Like, have a look at what happens when price turns. Uh, and I mean, because I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, what you want to do is almost like every time you see a big turn, just take a screenshot of it, put it in a folder, and then I'm sure after enough of those screenshots, you would get common looking patterns happening every single time at those turns. Yes, but but the, the the question is which time frame? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and you look at the time frame as well and go, well, this is you know four hour, this is one hour, this is the this is what's happened, and yeah. and yeah, marry it up. Yeah, that's interesting, and it's interesting that you say so. The lower time frame determines the higher time frame. I don't know. It's uh, vice versa. The ah, right. Frame yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Lower time frame. yeah, yeah, so, you yeah, know, so yeah, so the higher time frame will be determined by the lower time frame, which. Kind of, I've always heard that the higher time frame leads and the lower time frame follows. Yes, but, but is me, that wrong? Okay, in your mind, let's say uh, a price reach to a resistance, right? If lower time frame, let's say M1 or M5 minutes charts, there is no breakout sell. So the price, the higher time frame, let's say H4, will continue up or will reverse. Basically, uh, it will go up. 
So yeah. the uh, high time frame will be determined by lower time frame. If lower time frame break out, the high time frame will follow us. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, right. So yeah, to, to find out if a level's going to hold, that's what you need to do is dive into the lower time frame to, to then determine it. Um, now, what about like, do you have a, like a mindset hack or tip you could share with our, our listeners out there? Yes, uh, I would. I would say that uh, every trade is right. We will have our ups and downs, but please don't have anchor effect. You know, anchor effect. It's mm. like when you are already uh, reached 10,000 KUSD and suddenly, suddenly you, you hit your stop loss, your account uh, is back to 8,000 USD, right? So you lost to 2,000 USD. So the anchoring, the anchoring effect started. Like you, you, you need to catch up those 2,000 bags, you know? So it's yeah. very not good. You just need to start fresh, relax yourself, relax yourself, start fresh, start new, start it again, right? No anchor effect. Yeah, so it's almost like yeah, you need to take another way to talk about that you might have heard before is um, it's it's very much there's no yeah the the probability of the last trade has no impact on the probability of the next trade. So it's almost like independent probabilities. So you got the same um, chance on the next trade as you did on the one that just lost. Uh, I think it's kind of the the way you were trying to what we're trying to get across here now um we're going to dive into a few quick fire questions and, and let's wrap this up uh what about do you have a recommended trading book or resource that you'd send one somebody to i would say uh market visit i actually read it ah yeah. yes i think it's good because the writer interviews top traders you know for me uh what what good in reading book it's like uh you save your time right actually if you want to experience things you need your time right but if you learn from other people's time you will save more times and you will be more wise you mm. will be wiser right so i think it's good to read books for your psychology trades psychology yep. trading yeah is that the market was that the just the general the first market was it's not the i think there's a few yes editions i think the it. first one Okay. And what about your preferred trading, uh, your broker and, and trading platform? Look, folks, I know you want the answer to this question. Which broker is this trader using? Now, the answer has been sponsored by Black Bull Markets. So to find the answer out, you're going to need to go over to tradingnut.com, find the show notes page for this guest, and then all will be revealed. Cool. Now, um, do you want to leave our listeners with one piece of advice? Uh, I would say trust the process. Trust the process. What about? Yes. I've got actually. I have got one last question before we finish up. I mean, where where do you see yourself? I mean, you're only like three years into this, really. So, where do you see yourself in like ten years' time? At this current rate of yeah, this current rate of uh, rate of play. Okay, uh, I would say that trading. Uh, in my early days, I would I would see trading is my last my last I would call last goals, right? But after years of trading, I, I think trading is just uh, the beginning, right? I want to ex expand my business, right? I want to autopilot my investments. So uh, at one time, money works for me. I don't work for money because actually trading, yes, it's profitable. It makes good money. But we still work for that, uh, that, that money, right? Mm. 
So yeah. I would uh, autopilot the business, and I think it would be it would take me another, I think five years. Another five years, okay, to autopilot. Nice. Hey, look, look, it's been a fantastic um, show having you on here, learning about this stuff. I mean, I'd love to get more Malaysian traders on because I think uh, you guys have got a very different approach than the rest of the world for whatever reason, and it's highly aggressive and it's highly unique, and uh, I think you know people can learn a lot from it. So thank you very much for coming on. Now, before we wrap up, what's the best way for traders to get hold of you? Uh, you can contact me uh, at my Instagram, Loaded Potato, right? L- uh, loaded, L-O-A-D-E-D, Potato, P-O-T-A-T-O, with six O. Loaded and, and Potato, something like that. That's a kind of weird, uh, it's not your typical, you know, Forex or whatever yes, you call because, it. Name. Because, why do you, why uh, do you call Loaded Potato? Why do we, where do we get that, that from? Because because in Malaysia, it's, it's a bit cliche if you put your name. Like, you know, uh, FISO FX, you know, it's the yeah, FX is okay. too cliche, you know. So we came up with RFT, like RFT, mine is a bit different. We have other friends that name VBA, but no FX at the back. And what, what what's loaded potato actually mean in your mind? Uh, actually, there is, uh, in Malaysia, if you are not good looking, actually, we call them as potato, right? So oh. I think... I'm not, I, I might be a potato, but at least I'm freaking loaded. Hey, loaded, hey. loaded, loaded can be in money, you know? Yeah, yeah, so gotcha, gotcha. And loaded potato is like, if you've got a potato, I can't believe we're talking about this. If you've got, if you bake a potato, you typically load it with food if you if that's what you do, man. The Western world, we do that. Okay, look, hey, well, look, a big thank you to uh, Joey Fizzo here uh, today for sharing with us everything we've discussed along with all the links are in the show notes. To find them, simply search for Joey in the search box on tradingnut.com or click the link below this video or podcast description. And until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. Right, folks, there you have it. Interview done and dusted with Joey. Now, remember, uh, we did shoot that video where he broke down his entire strategy. So if you missed that last week, then it's already up there. Go and check it out. Uh, It's quite a masterclass of a strategy that he breaks down here. So go and dive into this. Uh, We've got fully subtitled, so it's very easy to understand. Now, uh, other things before we wrap up for the year. Remember, we've got the Mystery Trader. Go and check that out on the Telegram channel, Trading Nut. We've got those sponsors that you need to go and give a big thank you to for supporting the channel across the course of 2023 and into 2024 that's blue guardian black bull and apex and also uh we've got the special robot lab live access so if you do want to jump on there and see what i do every week jump in with me on a call and see me build out trading strategies into fully automated robots and testing them then that's all up there on trading that and last but not least we've got that special something coming in the new year so stay tuned have a great new year's thanks for supporting the channel and the show and we'll see you in 2024